Welcome to Your Strata Property, the podcast for property owners looking for reliable, accurate, and bite-sized information from an experienced and authoritative source. Hello and welcome. I'm Amanda Farmer, and I have a special episode for you this week. I'm bringing you an edited version of my live event, which took place on Facebook on the evening of Tuesday, the 29th of June. I spent some time there with owners, strata managers, building managers, working through the need to know for all of us in New South Wales during the current SNAP lockdown which at the time of this recording is not due to end for another 10 days or so. I covered the current New South Wales public health order, what it means for those of us living and working in Strata, what we should be doing about meetings in person and what we need to know about convening electronic meetings I answered questions about whether residents have the right to demand information about positive cases or close contacts isolating in their building and what regional buildings with short-term holiday letting should be doing during the current holiday period to ensure the safety of residents and visitors. Now, this event ran for just over an hour and I'm not bringing you all of it here on the podcast. You're getting about the first half and then my wrap-up at the end. In the second half of the live broadcast, I answered many of the viewer questions that were being asked, including excellent questions about the wearing of masks in our common areas and what to do about delivery people coming to a building. We learned how particular buildings are successfully using the New South Wales government QR codes to check in visitors, trades and residents using recreational facilities. You can catch the full replay over on the Your Strata Property Facebook page. Just jump into Facebook and search Your Strata Property. I do encourage you to head over there. You'll find there as part of the replay post, the links to the resources and the websites that you'll hear me mentioning. And of course, plenty more gold in the many comments, suggestions, recommendations from viewers. If you're a member of our online community, we have popped a copy of the full video into our members-only video library, so you can access it there if you're not otherwise on Facebook. You'll also hear me invite you in this broadcast to request a copy of my Strata Lockdown Essential Guide. The guide is a summary of what I cover in the broadcast, including all the links to the additional resources and the websites that I suggest you check out. You can still request your copy of the guide over at yourstrataproperty.com.au forward slash lockdown. As you'll hear me say in this broadcast, do be aware that the situation in New South Wales is fast changing and this information is current as of 8pm Tuesday the 29th of June 21. By the time you're listening to this, things may have changed so do bear that in mind. 
But I do hope you find this information helpful. I certainly enjoyed hearing from so many owners, managers, building managers in particular on the ground at the moment, sharing the practical steps that they're taking to protect their communities and themselves. Thank you to all of those people for sharing their valuable experience. I'll take you over now to the audio of my special live event, Strata in Lockdown. Hello and welcome to this special live broadcast. I'm Amanda Farmer, Strata lawyer and your host this evening, going out to the Your Strata Property Facebook page and also out to LinkedIn. I'm here tonight to help you to better understand your rights and responsibilities during the lockdown that is currently in place in various parts of the country. As apartment owners, residents, managers, we are in a unique position. Unlike freestanding properties, in our homes we have shared spaces. The front door to our buildings is shared. The stairway or the lift to our apartment is shared. We have foyers, we have garbage bins and bin rooms, we have gardens, we have car parks, we have community rooms, maybe we even have gyms and pools, we have shared ventilation systems. And in some communities, these spaces are shared with hundreds and hundreds of other people, each coming and going from their homes. And these are homes that they are spending more time in than ever before. As we live, we work, we isolate at home. Now, all of this means that our apartment communities have incredible potential to spread the virus quickly among residents and then out into the general population. And with the more easily transmissible variants of the virus, this risk is more serious than ever before. Now, we saw this a couple of weeks ago in South Bank, Melbourne, where six residents tested positive to the virus, which was transmitted within a low-rise townhouse complex with very few shared facilities. We saw it last Thursday in King's Cross in Sydney, the 280-lot Elan building which more than 500 residents call their homes, went into immediate lockdown after a resident contracted the virus. Now, at this stage, we are receiving limited, if any, guidance specific to community living from our government. Strata managers, building managers, committee members, residents themselves are being left to determine the safest way forward for their buildings and for themselves. Now, my aim tonight is to arm you with the knowledge and the access to information necessary to make the best decisions that you can in a difficult situation. So thank you so much for taking the time to join me here this evening. I can see so many of you 
tuning in live and there will be many, many more of you catching the replay, I'm sure. I would love for you to drop me a hello here in the comments. Perhaps let me know where you are this evening. Are you in one of our lockdown areas, perhaps in Greater Sydney as we have come to call it, or wider. We now have lockdown areas in southern Queensland and also in Western Australia, as I understand it. If you're joining us from Facebook, drop me a hello there in the comments. And I know that we're also going out to many people on LinkedIn. We are going to cover, in particular, some New South Wales legislation and the New South Wales public health order, the current public health order. If you're not in New South Wales and you are tuning in, not to worry, there is a lot of practical information here as well, which will be relevant to many of you in other parts of the country. Strata's a little bit like that. We all suffer from the same problems, face the same challenges and can benefit from the same help. So don't worry too much if you find there's a focus on New South Wales. There is absolutely some information here for everybody. I'm going to be talking about the various parts of the New South Wales Public Health Order that I believe are relevant to strata managers, to owners and to residents. I'm going to be talking about meetings, strata meetings. What is our best practice these days when it comes to meetings, including electronic meetings? What are our legal obligations for the convening of meetings other than in person? I'm going to be talking about positive cases, positive cases in our strata buildings. What is the obligation, if any, of residents to disclose positive test results? What rights do buildings, do committees, do strata managers have to know about positive test results or to know if you are self-isolating because you have been a close contact or have been at an exposure site? Do you have the right to know? I'm going to be talking about short-term letting during this time, holidays in particular in New South Wales. It is school holiday period and I have had some questions from residents in buildings where there is a fair bit of short-term holiday letting and in regional areas in particular where the lockdown may not stretch, there are still holiday makers heading to our strata buildings. So what can we be doing to make sure that residents in those buildings stay as safe as possible. I'm going to let you know how you can get your hands on my Strata Lockdown Essential Guide, which is going to summarise a lot of what I'm talking about tonight so you don't have to worry too much about taking mad notes and we'll collate for you the links to further helpful information that I'm going to be sharing tonight. And as I've mentioned I will answer as best I can your questions here too. So don't hesitate to pop them there in the chat. I always like a bit of interaction. If you haven't been on one of my webinars or my live events before, you may not know that we like to run fairly loose and free. Uh, we'll do the best that we can. And that's particularly a way we've all gotten used to running, I think, the last 12 months. Hard to plan and important to be flexible on our feet with this ever-changing environment. Now, I do need to let you know that nothing 
that I am providing this evening is medical advice at all. You guys are clever cookies. You know where to go for that. It is not here on the Your Strata Property Facebook page. If you're in New South Wales, you need to be checking out the New South Wales Health website, in particular, the page that has the latest COVID-19 case locations and alerts in New South Wales. I know that's a page that I am checking a couple of times a day these days. We do have a direct link to that and Rochelle is going to pop it here in the comments for you. Now things are changing rapidly and this broadcast is live from 8pm Eastern Time on the 29th of June 2021. If you are watching or you are listening after this date, be aware that a lot may have changed. I will continue to update you in respect of those changes that impact community living. Good Place to Be is here on the Your Strata Property Facebook page. If you choose to like or follow the page, Facebook will let you know whenever anything new is happening or certainly grab your copy of the Strata Lockdown Essential Guide. I will give you a link to that shortly and that will also help you to stay in touch with me and with what is going on in our strata sphere. Okay, let's dig in. I've told you that I'm going to tell you and now I'm going to tell you a little bit about our New South Wales public health order. Now, it's short, rather thin, different to other pieces of legislation. This is the public health order, brackets, COVID-19, temporary movement and gathering restrictions order of 2021. Now, interestingly, if you look at the last few orders, there's been about four of these since the weekend, over the weekend and the last couple of days. I am speaking to the order as amended last night, 7.36pm. This is the latest version of the order. When our government is doing things on the run, they pick up their own loopholes and missing pieces and uh, helpfully fix those. So we are going to put a link here in the comments for you to go direct to a copy of this order. It is relevant to New South Wales, but do make sure when you head over to that link that you are looking at the most up-to-date order. That page will tell you if an order is no longer in force and it will give you the most up-to-date version. Now, the order covers all of New South Wales with the stay-at-home orders relevant to those who are in Greater Sydney and the local government areas of the Central Coast, City of Shell Harbour and City of Wollongong. I might call those tonight the lockdown areas. What is the need to know for us in the strata context when we're looking at the public health orders? Well, I'll start with strata managers. If you are working or if you live in one of the lockdown areas, you should not be leaving home unless you have a reasonable excuse. And a reasonable excuse includes that it's not possible to do your work at home. Now, I should hope that by now our strata managers and their employers have worked out how to ensure that their staff remain safe and are able to work at home. So uh, what I've heard over the last 
few days is that many of our strata managers are indeed working from home and have gotten very good at communicating to their clients that they're doing that. Uh, I'd be interested to know if anybody is finding that they absolutely have to go into the office, that it's not possible to do their work at home. Something else that it's important to uh, note is that the health order provides that an employer must allow an employee to work at home if it is reasonably practicable to do so. I did hear some sad sorry stories from lawyers in particular during last year's lockdown period that they had to go into the office and they were told to go into the office. Not strata lawyers, I have to say, but that was a bit disappointing. Um, So it sounds like that has been added to our public health order. An employer must allow an employee to work at home if it is reasonably practicable to do so. I'm seeing a note there from you, Michelle, that one of those links doesn't work. So Rochelle will just check that out. That was our public health order. If Rochelle can't fix that one, I will head back later and sort that out for you. The public health order provides that no more than five visitors can be at your place of residence at any one time. Now, there are exemptions to that. I'm not going to go through them. You can go and have a look in the order what those exemptions are. What I do want to point out in our strata context is that place of residence, this term, these three words, place of residence, is defined in the order to include not just the apartment where you live, the place where you lay your head, where you sleep, but it also includes a garden, yard, passage, stairs, garage, outhouse, or other area or thing attached to or used in connection with the premises. That is the definition of place of residence in our public health order. Now, that's a little confusing in my view in the strata context because we have all of those things in our strata buildings and they are what we would know as common property, parts of the common property, but they are certainly places that are used in connection with our homes, with our place of residence. Best practice because of this definition, in my view, is that you should have no more than five visitors whether you are in your home, in your apartment, or whether you are on your rooftop terrace or in your common area garden or in your community room, I don't believe that there is any out for having extra people visiting if you are on the common property and not actually in your own apartment. That definition place of residence, in my view, extends to include the common property. Now, having said that, Stay-at-home orders should be keeping most people at home and not out visiting others. So if you are in a lockdown area, then it would be unusual, I would think, for you to be having visitors unless you're falling into one of those exemptions. Uh, Do be aware that the five-visitor limit applies right across New South Wales at the moment. I'm often asked about parties during these times where people can't go out, can't go to the pub, can't go to the nightclub and are instead having people over for dinner and for loud parties. And I'm often asked who is in breach of the order when that happens. Is it the resident who's got 
more than five people over? Is it the visitor because they are one of those people who are over the number? And this is the first time I've seen in our orders that this is actually made very clear that both the resident and the visitor are liable under the order if they are breaching this five visitor maximum rule. So if you're a resident, you can't have more than five people over. And if you're a visitor, you can't be in a party of more than five people. So I think that's important and something that our strata committees are well armed with that knowledge if they are having problems with residents who are having noisy parties and parties that are in breach of the public health order. What about gyms and pools? We still, in my view, haven't got this right in New South Wales. We don't have a specific direction about apartment buildings, strata building, gyms and pools. There is a specific direction that public pools in the lockdown areas must be closed. I say a pool in a strata complex is not a public pool. It is a private pool. In relation to gyms, the public health order says that an occupier of a gym must ensure the maximum number of persons attending any group class does not exceed 20 persons. I would think that's unlikely to impact our strata gyms. Other than those two things, there ain't much said about gyms, pools, or anything that might apply to our strata private areas, gyms and pools. And remember, I've said earlier that place of residence includes all of these common areas as well. So it's really very grey in our public health orders where our strata schemes fit in. Does the one person per four square metre rule apply? Not technically, because places of residence are exempt from that requirement. So we're really seeing some great examples of where our apartment communities are completely overlooked here. Those are the gaps, those are the gray areas in our public health orders, but we're here to solve some problems tonight. So what is my advice? My advice is be sensible when it comes to our gyms and our pools. We've been here before. What did you do last year? Did that cause a complete debacle in your community when you made the decision to close or not to close. Let's not make the same mistake twice. Do you have the ability to monitor your pool and your gym, to regularly clean and sanitize that area? Do you have the money to be able to pay for those additional services? If you don't, then probably the least worst decision in a difficult circumstance is to close those areas. That is probably the safest, uh, less risky decision to make. But if you are making that decision, my suggestion is convene a strata committee meeting. These can be done in writing if you haven't yet opted in to have committee meetings electronically and document the decision to do that, to close the gym and the pool and circulate the minutes of that meeting to your residents. As soon as you can, convene a general meeting. Convene a general meeting and seek a resolution from your owners to ratify that decision of the committee. And if the majority of owners decide that that is not what they want, then that is the decision that they have made. And it is 
a decision that has then gone through the democratic process and as committee members at the front line, you are able to rely on that decision having been made at general meeting level. But simply making decisions uh, without consulting, without recording them in meeting minutes is never a good idea. I saw many buildings doing that last year or having directives that are issued by the building manager seemingly without instruction from the committee and certainly without the backing of the general meeting is not a good idea. I understand you have to act urgently, but we can convene committee meetings on 72 hours notice in New South Wales, and that is certainly the step that should be taken to confirm these urgent decisions about what we're doing with our common areas. So it was my mantra last year, and I'm saying it again now, there's not necessarily a right decision But in a difficult circumstance, we are always thinking about making the least worst decision. Something that has been drawn to my attention only over the last two days is that some buildings are arranging to have a COVID-safe check-in registration through services New South Wales. And I did check out the website for that. We'll pop a link to it here in the comments. Can you register? your building as a safe community and give residents the option to check in via a QR code, just like we have at our public venues. It seems that you can go through this process. I haven't tried it from start to finish. I would be very interested to know who has, if anybody has, managed to get their building registered and obtain a Services New South Wales QR code with the idea that you will be informed immediately if there is a positive case in your building so that you can take appropriate action. The site does talk about businesses and organisations and it doesn't, uh, in the drop-down list, in my view, give a category for strata buildings. It would be great if there was a category for strata buildings, but check it out and let me know how you go. Uh, I am seeing a comment here from Kbar saying, I have, Amanda, registered the building. I assume that is. Savia is saying our building has a COVID safe QR code. Awesome. Well, it's good to know that the process is possible. Uh, It seems like a good idea to me if that's possible for our strata buildings to do that and then encouraging residents, the limited amount of visitors, delivery personnel as well who are attending to check in so that later they can be contact traced if that is necessary. So that is the public health order. I'm seeing quite a few comments come on through and I'm going to come back to those shortly. I'm also just getting a note that the links do seem to be working and there may just be an issue if you're on a laptop and if you don't have a PDF reader, then that may be an issue accessing the links. So I think that's just a note there for Michelle earlier. Dorothy saying our building is registered. Andrew saying QR check-in might be good for visitors and deliveries. Yes, I like that. You're probably right, Andrew. It's a bit over the top for residents. We know where we live. K-Bar is saying we make our visitors sign in, not residents. Got it. Sensible guys. Wonderful. Okay, so that is the public health order. Uh, I think there's a couple of questions there I will come back to. Already we have lots of links here in the comments. These links are collated for you 
over at yourstrataproperty.com.au forward slash lockdown. You can head over there at any stage and request your copy of the Strata Lockdown Essential Guide collated by me. Uh, And I am going to be adding some additional resources and guidance into that guide after this evening as well. So if you head over there and let us know that you're after the guide, then we will make sure we get it to you. Okay, comments coming through thick and fast. Excellent. Rightio. That's the public health order. I've told you that we're going to talk about meetings and best practice, including when it comes to our electronic meetings in New South Wales. Do you have an in-person meeting already convened, scheduled, ready to go, and the agenda's gone out? and you're in a lockdown area, what do you do? I've had a couple of clients in that situation. In my view, you will very likely be in breach of the public health order if the in-person face-to-face meeting occurs, unless everyone who is attending the meeting is a resident and it is happening on site. Remember, I've called our strata buildings private spaces. They are a place of residence. So if everyone attending is a resident and the meeting is happening on site, then in my view, technically, you will not be in breach of the public health order when it comes to gathering in particular. Different when it comes to our stay-at-home orders, which I'll get to. The strata manager can attend to chair the meeting as they're attending for a work purpose, and this is all assuming that there isn't another way to hold this meeting. If you're a non-resident owner or you're a proxy holder who is not a resident, then you would be in breach of the public health order if you attend this in-person meeting. Attending a strata meeting is unfortunately not a reasonable excuse for leaving your home. All in all, it's a little bit sticky and a little bit messy and probably a little bit unsafe. So not really a good idea to be going ahead with in-person meetings, even though I've told you that technically there are circumstances where they would be possible. So if you have already convened an in-person meeting, it's coming up in a few days or next week, what should you do about it? Can you cancel a meeting? Our New South Wales legislation does not cater for cancelled meetings. There's no such thing in New South Wales as a cancelled meeting, interestingly. Uh, I do see it happen and uh, I do point out that we cannot actually cancel our meetings. We can adjourn meetings but you do then have to hold the same meeting in the same way again. However, Our legislation might not say we can cancel meetings, but certainly that is what I was seeing happening last year during our first lockdown in Sydney. We are making the best decision, the least worst decision we can in a difficult situation. I think you do have to cancel the meeting. You should be making clear if you're a strata manager, if you're a secretary, uh, why you're cancelling the meeting and referring to the otherwise breach of the public health orders that may occur if you continued with the meeting, not to mention the threat to health and safety. Schedule a brand new meeting 
a new meeting as an electronic meeting. When I say that, I mean a meeting by Zoom or other video conferencing methods with or without pre-meeting electronic voting. In New South Wales, we can vote entirely by pre-meeting electronic voting or partially by pre-meeting electronic voting. What's the current New South Wales law on electronic meetings? This was a question from Andy earlier here on the page. We did have temporary emergency COVID legislation which allowed us in New South Wales to convene meetings other than in person, even if the building had not already resolved to opt in to an electronic process. That temporary legislation came to an end at the beginning of May. And as far as I'm aware, it has not come back. Will it come back? I don't know. It probably depends on how far our lockdown will extend. So that means that if your building has not previously passed a motion to opt in to electronic meetings, it technically cannot hold electronic meetings or meetings other than in person. And of course, you have to meet in person to be able to resolve in future not to meet in person. So that is a problem. I would like to think that most buildings have already passed these resolutions that we learned last year that we really needed to get this done by whatever means so that we could comfortably proceed with meetings online. There is a workaround if you haven't passed this resolution and you need to have a meeting in person in order to pass it. I have a link for you. It is a short video where I was explaining as part of a webinar last year how you can legally convene a general meeting in New South Wales that is a meeting attended by only one person, the chairperson, probably the strata manager if you have one simply for the purpose of resolving to conduct future meetings electronically or in writing. So we will pop the link, if you don't mind, Rochelle, to that three-minute video here in the comments so you can check it out. There's a bit of a process involved. You do uh, have to ultimately convene your meeting in person. So by the time you go through that process, we will hopefully find that our lockdown days are over. But absolutely, if you haven't passed this motion to hold meetings other than in person, so by video conference, then you should really be doing it at your earliest opportunity. The lesson is you need to be on top of electronic meetings. Even better, if you as strata managers or your strata manager has access to and is using a voting platform, an electronic voting platform, uh, such as Strata Vote. You may have heard me talk about Strata Vote previously. I have interviewed Matt Larwood of Strata Vote both on the podcast and here on the Facebook page on one of our Friday Lives. If you want to find out more about that kind of software and what it does for you, you can check out podcast episode 232 where Matt was taking us inside the software that is revolutionizing our Strata meetings and 
giving strata managers back their lives was really what we were talking about in that podcast episode. Uh, and also we will pop in a link here to my live chat back in February with Matt here on the Facebook page. Now, electronic voting can be a little confusing, a little technical, and we're even a little bit behind here in New South Wales. Our Queenslanders are a bit more advanced than we are at electronic voting. If you do have questions about that process, wherever you are across the country, feel free to pop them in here. I do know that uh, Matt and his Strata Vote team are tuning in tonight. Special hello to them and ready to answer questions for you. And if you want to find out more about using that kind of software, you can head over to stratavote.com and link up with Matt. Now, there are many of you still coming on in. We are about halfway through our special event here tonight. I want to let you know, if you haven't seen it yet, that you can access all of the links that I'm talking about and the additional information through our Strata Lockdown Essential Guide and requesting your copy over at Your Strata Property com.au forward slash lockdown. That guide is being collated. And if you head over there, then you will be on the list to make sure you get the most up-to-date copy of that guide, including the answers to a lot of the questions that I hope to get to tonight. Okay, lots flashing at me here on the screen with lots of questions. We've dealt with the public health order. We have talked about meetings. What about the disclosure of positive test results? What about telling your building, your strata manager, your neighbours, your committee, if you are isolating or isolating because you have been at an exposure site or are a close contact? Lots of people, lots in that basket at the moment. What rights do committees have to demand that residents confirm that they're a close contact and in isolation or if they have the virus and are self-quarantining? Do other residents have the right to know? In short, medical information is private. Our residents, our strata managers, our committee members have no right to know if you have tested positive or what your medical information is. In practice, it helps the community if residents are willing to and consent to let others know. I do know that communities are encouraging their residents to notify the strata manager, the committee, to put notes on doors, for example, to let them know uh, what situation they're in at the moment, including if they need any assistance. These kinds of questions and uncertainty around this issue indicates to me the importance of having a crisis management plan or what I know some buildings are calling a COVID action plan. And I came across a, a good one, I think, with at least some thought starters last year when we first started talking about this, and I'm going to share it again. It's one put together by Brent Clark from What Block. I know that Brent tunes in regularly and may be tuning in tonight, and I do have his permission to share that with all credit to him. We will pop a link into that 
here in the comments. Go and check it out. As I said, it gives you some ideas. I had another refresher look at it this afternoon. And whilst you may not be wanting to or needing to adopt everything that's in there, there are certainly some good thought starters in there for what you might think about doing as a community dealing with the pandemic and dealing with a lockdown. And indeed, if you are notified that there has been a positive case, you're notified by government of that fact. You may not know who it is, but there will be certain steps that you should be taking in order to protect your communities. Now, the best thing I can say when I say that uh, residents don't have an obligation to tell their strata manager or their committees, their neighbours about a positive test, we should all absolutely be assuming that the virus is in our building. If we simply operate on the basis that it is there, it exists, it is circulating, then we will all be behaving in a way that, in my view, is as safe as possible. Maintain your increased cleaning schedules if you can afford that. Focus on those high-touch areas. Don't touch the high-touch areas if you can avoid it. Keeping your distance from each other in the common areas, taking the stairs, not sharing the lift with people who are not in your household. I appreciate this is all difficult in large buildings, but I trust uh, less and less of us are coming and going quite as often as we otherwise would be. So acting in a way that simply assumes the virus is circulating is probably the best thing that we can do. And then if we do have a positive case, then we are already ahead of the game. Now, I want to be very clear, all of those suggestions that I have made about keeping distance, about not sharing lifts, about limiting contact, as I read the public health order, that is not the law in our private spaces, in our places of residence, but it is uh, indeed, in my view, sensible steps to be taking. I was a little bit disappointed when I saw last year that there were some directives that were coming out from committees, from some building managers, uh, caretakers, some strata managers, um, not many at all, that were saying, it is the law that we must social distance. It is the law that we cannot be in the same lift. That's not the case in our private spaces, but certainly those are very good suggestions and should be circulated that way to residents. Now, that is some comments about disclosing positive test results or communicating what the private situation of residents is. Be careful about that and let's be sensible. Short-term holiday letting. It is a holiday period in New South Wales and certainly those in the lockdown areas should not be travelling, but residents of most regional areas can still travel and indeed I know many are. We had a question on the page earlier from Kylie. What are the responsibilities of strata schemes in regional New South Wales with a considerable number of 
short-term rental accommodations. Kylie has asked the committee to consider getting registered as a COVID safe business and getting that QR code. I spoke about that earlier and a number of us here on the page have said that they have done that. She's also spoken to the committee about drafting a COVID safe plan, which we've also talked about. Is there anything else to consider? Kylie's asked me. Uh, Well, Kylie, you're absolutely on the right track there. And I hope you've heard that from what we've had to say earlier on. Be aware that our New South Wales Public Health Order, Section 10, is specific to holiday homes and short-term rentals. Premises cannot be used for the purpose of a holiday home or short-term rental for more than five people unless all of those people are from the same household and there can be no gatherings of more than five visitors to that holiday accommodation, so no parties. Now, this five-person maximum doesn't apply if those five people were there before the commencement of the order. So before we go knocking on doors and waving public health orders around, uh, let's just make sure we're up to date on when visitors turned up at the premises. Something else to remember in New South Wales when it comes to short-term letting is that we have some new law that is due to start in November this year, 2021, that was pushed back, and there is going to be a register of short-term rental accommodation premises and hosts. It is going to be mandatory to register your details uh, on that register, which will help us all keep track a little bit better of what is going on in our strata buildings when it comes to short-term letting. I wasn't aware until I went and had a look at the website, and Rochelle will pop it into the comments here, that the register is actually open and you can be registering details now. The obligation to register will become compulsory on the 1st of November. 2021. That certainly there is there on the Planning New South Wales website, a register that is up and running. So concerned committees that know that short-term holiday letting is going on in their building may like to encourage their hosts to register so you can keep track of who they are. Alrighty, so we have talked about the public health order. We have talked about meetings and electronic meetings in particular. We have talked about the disclosure of medical information, positive test results, and short-term holiday letting. Uh, I've encouraged you to go over to yourstrataproperty.com.au forward slash lockdown to make sure that you request your copy of the Strata Essentials Lockdown Guide. Don't forget to do that. Uh, And with all of that, I'm going to head over to this terrifying looking chat feed here and see where we're all at. Lots of you enjoying this information. Thank you. Uh, head over to yourstrataproperty.com.au forward slash lockdown. That's going to get you your lockdown essential guide. It's also going to make sure that we can stay in touch and I can continue to update you on what's happening in the stratosphere during this time. I will be back here on Friday for Friday Live. It's fortnightly Friday Live and we have had 
so much to get through tonight. And I'm sure, as always, in our strata space, the more we talk about things, the more questions are raised. So shall we continue this discussion on Friday and see how uh, everybody's gone over the next few days? Four o'clock Friday is our Friday Live. We do this every couple of weeks. And uh, Friday, we'd like to bring a little glass of wine, glass of wine, glass of champagne with us if we feel up to it. Uh, thank you for all your thank yous, everybody. I'm glad that you found this helpful. Uh, I saw a note there from Jane saying, we're all just winging it. It's important to get information out as quickly as possible, in my view, uh, and start having these conversations so we can all be learning how to do better and do uh, the best we can for our communities. If you like what you've heard, please give us a thumbs up, give us a love heart, give us a share. Facebook likes all of that to be able to share this important information out to others who need it as well. Uh, I will look forward to seeing you here again very soon, as soon as Friday. I'll catch you then. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Your Strata Property, the podcast which consistently delivers to property owners reliable and accurate information about their strata property. You can access all the information below this episode via the show notes at www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. You can also ask questions in the comments section, which Amanda will answer in her upcoming episodes. How can Amanda help you today? today?